Hey, Democrats, it's me, Lynn Moira Dichter, and time for Chat with the Chairs. It's your weekly peek behind the curtain as to what's going on with the Seminole County Democratic Party across Seminole County, across Florida, and across the nation. time for the most fun Democratic 30 minutes on the planet. It's three o'clock. It's Friday. That means it's time for chat with the chairs. My name is Lynn Moy Redictor and my partner in crime is Tracy Kagan, the vice chair. So excited to see everybody. The most fun in Democrat. We need some fun in the Democratic Party. We do need some fun in the Democratic Party. And this next 30 minutes is called chat with the chairs. We are here every week on Friday afternoon at three o'clock and we are talking about things that have happened, things that are going to happen, places you can go, ways to get connected, so many things that you can do to help the cause. And all of these things require you. Now, if you are here and you are live with us and we know you're out there, it is really a fun couple of moments. What I want you to do is to go down to the chat bar. If nothing else, say happy Friday. If nothing else, talk to us a little bit about why you're a Democrat, about why it's more important this year than ever to be connected. Let me just start by saying that I just got back from a week in Washington, D.C. It was a crazy week. And the first thing I did after getting picked up at the airport was rush over, do not pass go, do not collect $200 to the Semdems general meeting last night. The coolest part was that Tracy was running it. But the second coolest part is that we had no less than 10 new people, first timers. How about that? I right? collected cool somebody that? that I yeah I right. collected so, somebody that I met at the um, the women's democratic breakfast. Right, I scooped her up and I said, "Come, come to our meeting. Be part of us. Be part of the team." And and they did, and they were, and there are so many reasons why people are now energized and mobilized to come to our meetings, to get supported, to get connected, to get into the pipeline and the system. We swore in new precinct captains. We had a lot of energy in that room for a myriad of reasons. We'll go through some of the highlights of last night's general meeting in just a minute. If you weren't able to be there or you didn't see it live on Facebook, um, we will be happy to share some of the great things that went on at that meeting last night in Altamont Springs. If you are looking to put this on your agenda for June, it's the second Thursday in June. June 9th. It's June 9th. There you go. June 9th. So, all right. Talk a little bit about all what right, went let me on. Bring you up. I will bring you up to speed. Let me bring you in with the latest and the greatest. Last weekend, I call it the Semdem weekend. Friday night was Joy's kickoff at Wakaiva Island, which was amazing. Really, really great. We had uh, Senator Victoria spoke for her. And we had some great presenters. It was wonderful. This is Joy Goff Marcel, and she's running, running for, for the house. Yes, let me finish. Running for the Senate, number 10. She's running against Jason Broder. She's an incumbent House representative now, making the jump to the Senate. And so we're very supportive of her. She's right. going to be fabulous. She's great. If you missed her, she spoke at the League of Women Voters but she's also a great resource. Then Saturday morning, we had a breakfast slash brunch for the Democratic Women's Caucus here. That was another excellent event attended. It was a good group of women, a nice group of women. We filled the room at Perkins and we had a special presenter and we had Carlos Guillermo Smith, who's running for the house in District 37, I believe. And we're so excited to have him. He spoke and I felt so privileged to be, you know, it happened in the room, you know, the it, what we in the room where it happened. Right, right, right. Yes. The mm-hmm. Hamilton song. Well, anyway, he was to have us to our, himself really, really informative. He told us what's going on. I actually learned something new. I learned that in Florida, there's no such thing as rent control. 
where in New York, if you have an apartment, they can only raise it a percentage per annum. In Florida, there is no such thing. So I have a client whose rent was six fifty. Two weeks ago, she got a notice it was going to seven twenty nine, and then today she calls me and it's up to eight and a quarter. There is no restriction. So we are in a real housing crisis here, and we don't have anything on rent control. Very big issue. He also huh. spoke to the legislature on what's going on with the "Don't Say Gay" and um, just a host of other all legislative. And if you want that, that's my teaser for Carlos because Carlos is going to be our guest speaker on June 9th. So come to the general; he's really wonderful to listen to. Well, then Saturday yeah, that, night. What did you do Saturday night? Saturday night, I went to Ed Meesom's kickoff that was held at his home in Winter Park. He's running for House District 38. He likes to call it um, the Fighting 38, and um, that was a nicely attended kickoff as well. A lot of familiar faces, a lot of Semden people there, and that was a wonderful time. And yay for Ed for stepping up and running. He's not alone in that race. I just want to remind people that there is a primary. We have a primary, that's right. Mm -hmm. And Sarah Henry is running in that race. She also is running in 38. She, I will give a shout out to her and applause to her. She raised over $21,000 in her first month out of the gate, which I think is commendable. Anyone who's run for office knows how hard that is. And that really gets an applause on my part. Um, So that was that. And then, of course, followed up by Tuesday night, with the big school board meeting regarding the yearbooks at Lyman. Now you can speak to that. Oh, you let me tell you, there? I got a t- I did. I was in Washington. I was in the car, and I got a tip okay. from. I got a tip or a lead on the story from somebody who's you know a Lyman a parent, and um, maybe even a yearbook parent. I'm not positive, but it turns out that it is. Um, uh, you know, we. I got a tip, and we. I do want to welcome some of the people to our chat room, uh, to our chat, and I'll do that in just a moment. I got a tip from a friend of mine who is a Lyman parent, and said, "Listen to what they're doing with this yearbook. They were literally going to whitewash the pages that talked about the don't say gay walkout that happened in early March. You know, the yearbook is a compilation of everything that went on during the school year with all different groups. Now, this was because it was a non-sanctioned school event. They said, we're not doing it. Even though it was in the yearbook, they were going to pull the yearbook, slap some paper on top of it, completely cover it up and pretend it didn't happen. Well, guess what? You don't, you tell me that I am going to mobilize people, even though I'm a thousand miles away. And that's exactly what I did. I called our troops down here and said, we're done with this nonsense. I'm on it. So not only did I post it on my social media and the Semdem social media pages, but we activated all of our uh, caucuses, our clubs, our board, our, our you know, volunteers. And we said, and this was Tuesday afternoon and the school board meeting was Tuesday night. Within a couple of hours, we packed the chambers to say, this is not how things operate in Seminole County. Stop the horse hockey. We are done with this. So and for once they listened. And, they and for listened. once. That is right. I so feel they like did. Divinity happened. The sky opened up. And for once, logic yeah. made its way into the school board. It was shocking, but true. So they decided to not completely cover up and whitewash the pages. They complete they decided to put a sticker or something. And anyway, it turns out that the yearbooks were supposed to go out today. And at first they were no, and then they were a yes. And it turns out that the yearbooks are indeed out with support from the school board who initially said, no, we're not going to do it. And then after hearing the outcry, after hearing what other high schools were doing, after hearing their precedent in that back in 2018, the non-school sanctioned walkout when it came to Parkland, they put that in the yearbook. So now this non-sanctioned school walkout for 
the don't say gay bill, of course, should be put in the yearbook about what the kids will remember from this year of 2021-22. I'm going to put my finger up from now on when I want to talk because I always feel like I cut you off. Okay, so let me just say you did two things, two things I want to mention. One, I love the word you use precedent because I think that's lost on us these days. And I think the Supreme Court veered totally off course yeah. with precedent and they totally did a big, um, well, I don't want to curse, but a big now nah, watch it. Yeah. Okay. To that. The other thing I want to say is the reason I was not at the school board was I attended a zoom by Manny Diaz, who is the head of the FTP, the Florida democratic party. And it was an entire zoom on what the Florida Democratic Party is going to do for this midterm election coming up. They are calling it, and it is, the Blue Shift Campaign. They are going to mobilize people on the ground, not just for the midterm elections, but people that will be there that we could just press the button and turn on. On the ground. It, do I understand that this is boots on the ground? It's, it's called a coordinated campaign. It's all different facets of running a campaign statewide. And finally, for the first time in history, they're doing a coordination of this so that everybody's not just doing slap shot here, there and everywhere. Is that my understanding of what happened? Yes, that is what's going to happen. But also, um, it was very informative. It was very good. And it was it was good to be in the room where it happened. There were about 67 counties there, and it was great. Now, the other thing that was important was messaging and what the Democrats want to message. I went into this last night at the board. I'm not going to go into my entire diatribe. Wait a minute. You know, this is going to be seen by everyone. And if you I understand that. Careful, make it private. I, we are going to work on our messaging because we know that the Republicans' messaging is Antifa, communism, socialism, how they like to put us, now it's going to be pedophiles and groomers, how they like to put us in boxes to divert yeah. the real issue. In other mm -hmm. words, if you have, it's almost like it's infantile. If you have nothing good to say and you don't have a platform, you throw crap mm -hmm. at the wall yeah. and you see what sticks. And that's their game and that's their entire intel. So we are formulating a plan, a strategy now to combat that and we are going to solidify our messaging. So that was that. It was a very uh, exhausting and busy week. And then Thursday we had the general meeting. So a lot going on in the Democratic um, Before we talk about last night's meeting, and I think that we should absolutely recap, let me just say thank you to the people who are on here saying hello, happy Friday. Oh, who's what, there? Okay, Adrian is there. Paul Finnegan, hi, from the SEMDEM office doing petitions that are due on Monday. And that's, that's a big deal. Fred is there. Kurt is there. I met Kurt last night at the general. Melanie Berman Gluck is there. And she says, thanks for help with the yearbook. Um, let's see. Um, very proud. A lot of people are talking about how proud they are of the students who spoke at that school board meeting, who got the job done. Yes. The yearbooks were distributed today. They were bursting with pride. Tracy Starkweather is here. Great meeting last night. Everybody is giving Tracy accolades because Tracy ran the meeting. Our friend Doug is there. He is on there. Dory is there. I feel like it's romper room. And there's Susie is here and Dory is I here. I know. I know. Right? You know, so, I mentioned that last night. Nobody I know. I, I, I was probably the only geezer who understood what you were saying. So I am proud to know that I understood what you were saying. I'll so, see you at that early bird special. That's right. So I just want to say that it is really proud. We are proud of those courageous students who stood up at that school board meeting, who made it clear Our that students have more guts than our governor. 
Let that resonate with you. Our mm-hmm. students have more. Our governor can't stand up to Trump and Trumpism and emulates him. And our students are standing up for principles that they believe in. I mean, that's I, I have hope, you know, like sometimes when I get sad, yeah. I have hope in the future. I really, really do. I have hope that these kids who are really on the cusp of adulthood will take the torch and run with it. Right. So that was this week. It was exhausting, no? And, okay, Sunday was Mother's Day. And, you know, luckily, you know, Tracy could spend the day with one of her children. I spent the day with one of my daughters. And I was in D.C. and my daughter said, what do you want to do for Mother's Day? And, you know, being the geek that I am, the political geek that I am, I said, I want to go to the Supreme Court, to the steps of the Supreme Court. I want to make signs. I want to go to, to be part of that. Norma so, Ray, Norma so it sounds very goofy and geeky, but that's what we did. We made signs at the dining room table and we went to the, the school board. I mean, to the school board, to the SCOTUS, to the steps of the Supreme Court. And there were 50 people there when we got there. There were over 100 there when we left. Somebody brought a megaphone. Somebody was banging a drum. There were chanting and call and response back and forth. And, you know, our bodies, our choice. Blah, blah, blah. And they were yelling out. And that was so proud. I was so proud to be a part of it. It was so uplifting to be around other like-minded people, number one, number two, and number all different parties, all different sizes, all different genders, all different states were represented. There were people who got to the megaphone and were from Michigan and Kentucky and Tennessee. And That's uh, fabulous. That's it was fabulous. terrific. I mean, it was so good. And it, was, it wasn't even a planned thing. It wasn't like the planned thing that's going to happen this Saturday. Tomorrow, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get which to we'll that. talk about in just a minute. So let's back up. We're almost caught up and talk about last night and who was our speaker at the All general right. meeting. Let me, um, let, me, let me just say that... Um, Let me just say that we had three fabulous speakers last night. We have a congressional seat open because Stephanie Murphy is stepping down and decided not to run again. So we have congressional seat seven, which now encompasses Seminole County and And pockets of Volusia County. Big hunk of Volusia. You're right. It's half, I think. It is a lot of Volusia County. So we have three candidates who spoke last night. We had Reverend Dr. Karen Green, who is running in that area. She's got a very big resume. It's extensive. She is the vice president of the Florida Democratic Party. That's one of her jobs or one thing that she's done. One of her many hats. Yes, she's wearing a lot of hats and she's spoken and met with um, her fellow constituents last night. Also, we had um, uh, Al uh, Al Krulik. Yep. Krulik spoke last night. He did a little magic trick and he spoke about, you know, reaching out to the Seminole Democratic Party. That won everybody over. That was adorable. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had Alec Pastrama uh, speak, who is Puerto Rican. He told everybody he's running. He's running on the platform of the Democratic platform. He's a longtime Democrat and he's running. He's going to be, if you want to meet him at the Puerto Rican Festival this Saturday in Fort Mellon Park. In Sanford. In Mm -hmm. Sanford. If you want to touch him, feel him and get to know him. It was very, very informative. I feel... I could sleep last night knowing that at least we have candidates running. There are about 11 Republican candidates, each one vying that they're the best friend of Trump, each one wanting to kiss the ring. Each one makes me sick inside. So the fact that we have a platform and we have three people in a primary fills me with hope. That's true. So I hope it fills you with hope also. Then the other thing that we're going to get to, which is something that you know, as a mother of three daughters and just as a living, breathing person with a uterus, tomorrow night we are going, or tomorrow day, I should say, from four to six 
at um, City Hall in Orlando, there will be a Planned Parenthood, a protest, to protest the, um, the draft that Alito said. That's not based on precedent. It's based on something he formulated. And it's not based on settled. It's not based on settled law. And it's not based on what all three of those Trump appointees and now justices said that they believed was precedent and settled law. They all lied to the Senate and the confirmation hearings. They all said every single one of them, Gorsuch and what's Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney back. They all said settled law precedent and all of them changed and flipped there and, and lied, bold faced lied to the Senate, which really pisses me off also. Yeah. So, you know, um, well, I am an attorney. So as an attorney, I was looking at the uh, legal document that we could get at. Right. And quite frankly, it makes me so angry. I am taught and we are all taught to respect the law and the principles of the law. If I went to court, and I didn't have a case to cite or precedent to cite, mm-hmm. I would be laughed out of the courtroom. Of course. Now, this man decided on his own with the other Supreme Court justices what their vision of America should look like, what their religion dictates, no. what their ethics dictate. And they want to put the thumb on all of us and keep us down because that's their ideals. Mm-hmm. And I cannot believe, I'm sorry, I, can, I keep saying this because I just feel like I'm in this bad nightmare. I cannot believe that it's 2022 and we're having this discussion on who to love and, and autonomy and all of these issues. I cannot believe it when we can deal with so many other issues like climate control, like poverty, like world hunger. There are so many bigger things to focus on, to deal with. And yet the Republicans don't care. They don't care one bit. They go to bed happy, their bellies full on fat pensions that we're paying for. I'm over it. I am sorry. I, I I'm just that. over it. So that is tomorrow at four o'clock. It was originally at Lake Eola, but now it's at Orlando City Hall on Orange Avenue. Right at the at the end of Orange Avenue, downtown Orlando. So that's happening to, late tomorrow afternoon. There are five or six. Uh, they're all over the country, but five or six across the state of Florida. Orlando has one. That's our closest one. We'd love to see Seminole County represented down there. Make a sign, cut up a cardboard box, get some magic markers, and be done with it. You know, let's go down and have some support. Yeah, of, just put of your this. sneakers on and be there. You can look for either one of us there. I'll have my cell phone on me. Just look for either one of us. We are actually going tomorrow to a ruthless conference um, that is being held at the Rosen Center. There is going to be a lot of women in the room that are running for office. In fact, Ruthless is an organization, an adjunct, if you will, of Emily's List. They mm-hmm. are pro-choice women running for office. And I was supported and endorsed by Ruthless twice. They lifted me up and helped me in my campaign. They are going to have a lot of women speaking there tomorrow. It's a conference. And ironically enough, it's a conference on the day of the um, protest. Of the big rally. So unfortunately, Lynn and I are going to bring run in the bathroom, change into our Batman Superman costumes, and then run over to, uh, to City Hall to raise some hell, I would say. I would like to say that that's exactly right. So that's I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah, yes, I think that's probably right. So you can be Batman, I'll be Robin, it'll be all good, you know. So we'll be we'll be down there for that. Um, so this weekend is a super busy weekend between the Roots list and the rallies and all of this stuff. I'm just looking at my book. It is, you know, it is a crazy week that is that is going on. Um, I will I will tell oh, you. Oh, don't next forget week- Tuesday night. 
Tuesday night is Christine Krause's, um, not her kickoff. I went to her kickoff, but there is this a is just a great party. fundraiser. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a fundraiser for her. So also get on um, Facebook. And if you want to support Christine Krause, you have to RSVP to get the address. So, right. That's um, Tuesday at six. So, so we want everybody to, to be, you know, again, when we talk about what we can, we can control, we can move the needle on some things here at the SEMDEM office, right? Or here as the chairs and, and vice chairs of the SEMDEMs. Um, can we control who tips the balance in the House of Representatives? And what? No. Can we tip the scale for Senate? Yes, by getting Val Demings elected. That part is true. But when it comes to what can we control on the local level, there are things that we can do. And there are three school board seats open. And there are three people that we would love to have you um, look at and investigate. Christine and volunteer. And volunteer and donate and help in some way. Re-elect Christine Krause and elevate Autumn Garrick and Kelly Davis to the school board because there are some crackpots running in those races and I can call them nothing else without cursing, using curse words. Um, I, for saying crackpots- Just use the words that, and I always use it. I always go back to Allison Holmes, mothers of bigotry. That's what yeah, I call They them. are running, the QAnon ladies and the mothers of liberty, moms of liberty are fielding and supporting and elevating candidates. They are shepherding people through the system. Their websites look like, you know, trying to compete with, you know, the, the, you know, like sucking up to DeSantis and his freedom nonsense. Anyway, all I'm telling you is don't worry about any of those people. The names you need to remember on August 23rd, Christine Krause, Autumn Garrick, Kelly Davis. End of story. We need to elevate these women to positions because if we don't and you sit home and say it's not important, I don't care, I don't even know these people, whatever, this is, it doesn't matter what party you're on. You are an NPA, God bless you. Make sure that we help Seminole County students for generations to come. That's if right. we sit home this time, it is so impactful on the local level, we are throwing our children to the wolves. Yeah, let me just and, say, school board people sit on the board for four years, right? Mm-hmm. So, And once you get somebody on there and they're an incumbent, it's hard to get them out. So we really have to do it this time, this time only. Um, you mentioned something, and I, I wanted to just go back to it about the school board and the running for the school board. These women have dedicated themselves to step out on the front line. Each one is an expert in the level of education on very different levels. Kelly is an advocate. She had a son who was challenged and she advocated for him. And she was also a teacher at, um, at uh, Seminole high school, Seminole Seminole high High school. School. I lost the Mm -hmm. moment at Seminole high school. Autumn put a production, a theater production. Not only did she volunteer in school, she's been in every school. She said 33 out of 36 schools she's been in. She's yeah. done something and she was avid in the PTA. And of course, Christine is our incumbent school board member. And she cares and about, Christine teach. cares about the safety of our children. She came to run for school board because she was a victim of a school shooting. Or, you That's know, was, right. right. And now, you know, it was guns, then it's COVID. Now it's guns and bullying and all of these things. If you want somebody on there to take care of the health, safety and education of our kids, no matter their, you know, whether they need a special IEP education plan or not, these are the three women that I would like for you to consider, to look up, to donate for, to knock on doors for. Christine Krause, re-elect Christine for sure. Yeah. Autumn Garrick and Kelly Davis. So that's my let, let me let, let me just interject a couple of things here. Number one, if you want to learn about our candidates, go to our website because there's a candidate drop-down page. You can learn about each one. Mm-hmm. Also, you can press their button and give them money. Each candidate needs money to get over the finish line to engage mm-hmm. people to vote. Number two... People, um, 
on our website where you can find the candidates. Yes. You'll also find all of our events that are listed there. It's a wealth of knowledge. I like to put that website on my favorites page and just click it when I want to know what's going on. Oh, let me tell you, speaking of favorites, tomorrow in Sanford, we breezed over it before, but we're getting comments in the um, in the chat. The Puerto Rican Festival at, in smack dab in Sanford, right on the lake there in beautiful Fort Mellon Park, starts at 11. It runs from 11 to 9. There are tents and booze and food and fun and all kinds of stuff. The Semdems will be there. The Hispanic Caucus will be there. We will have lots of people because, remember, those are our folks. That's, you're not going to see other parties there because these are our people. So, you know, it is our obligation as the chair and vice chair of the Semdems to elevate underserved communities. Brown and black communities get absolutely the brush off from other parties. It is the Seminole County Democratic Party that is working in partnership, conjunction, and is hand in hand with these communities. So Semdems, of course, will be there at the at the Puerto Rican Festival. It is tomorrow at 11 a.m. from 11 to 9. And if you can swing by, make sure you go to the booth because we have lots of wonderful people that you should be connected to. So that's at the festival. People are saying, I'll be there and all of that in the chat. So thank you guys for always volunteering. Well, go there, go there, but then come down to City Hall. Because that's not till four, but yes. We need to flex our muscle there. That is a nationwide protest. Each county city is protesting. I spoke to my girlfriend in New York and they're all meeting in, in Brooklyn. For that there. There's going to be thousands of people there. I spoke to my girlfriend in Michigan. People are going there. So people are, and my mm-hmm. sister in San Francisco, people are going tomorrow. You can sign up on Mobilize for that. So yeah. please, if you're going was, to do it, you know, that was a meme now. that I saw. Wait, I want to just, that was a meme that I saw totally, um, that a 12 year old, that a 12 year old can't get into a PG 13 movie, but you know, she's old enough to bear a child. You know, I, I troll Facebook and Twitter just for the insight into these things. And there are a lot yeah. of people that 70% of Americans are pro-choice or pro-autonomy, I should say. And I think that it's not just women. I think that the freedoms for everyone are on the line right now. The right to privacy is not in the Constitution. And if Alito mm-hmm. is going to use the Constitution as a framework, but, you know, Felix Frankfurter was a law professor and he said the law is a living, breathing document. And that's the way that we look at it. The law, the powers that are not enumerated are enumerated in the Ninth Amendment. Anyway, I, I digress. Go ahead. Uh, I digress. Um, I digress. And for those of you who follow the same guy on TikTok that I do, I digress. And I won't say any more than that. I'd like to see who knows what I'm talking about. Now, it is already 26 after. And you know what we always do. We talk about things that are coming up. But we also talk about food in the last five minutes. And there is a plethora of things for today. And then there's also Saturday and Sunday options. So here we go with today. Today is a threefer. Today is National Apple Pie Day. Oh, I love apple pie. Always a good time. Today is also Fruit Cocktail Day. That is an old blast from the past, you know, with a little bitty maraschino cherry. My mother used to use fruit cocktail to make noodle pudding. She would put the fruit cocktail in with the noodles, in with ricotta cheese, and cottage cheese, and sweet and low, and cinnamon. Yeah. And shove it in the oven. And it sounds gross, but it was dreamy. It was really. I remember, you know, that was dessert sometimes at my house. After dinner, what do you want for dessert? If there wasn't ice cream, if there wasn't cake or cookie, we would have, my mother would open a can of fruit cocktail. And that was like a big, you know, it was like a big deal. And as kids, we would have the little snack pack. And fight for the cherry. 
I would fight for that eh. cherry. No, I would give away, I would fling the cherry at my brother. I can't stand that maraschino cherry. Yeah. Oh, so okay. today is also apple pie fruit cocktail. It's also National Hummus Day. Oh, I had that last night. I had there hummus with, uh, with peppers. I love hummus. You had it ahead of time, but it's well, all good. So that's today. At the end of our show, and one day we should ask, what doesn't Tracy like? And well, the there's that. You know, sure. listen, yeah. All right. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but that is that is usually true. Tomorrow, Saturday, is National Brioche Day. You know, that bread, whatever. It's okay. And it's also Buttermilk Biscuit Day. It's a bread day tomorrow. Carbs all the way. It's Brioche and Buttermilk Biscuit Day on Saturday. And finally, on Sunday... It is a staple of everybody's house or, you know, I know Tracy doesn't care for this in a cookie, but it's chocolate chip day. Mm. I don't care if it's chocolate chip ice cream. I don't care if it's mint chip ice cream, chocolate chip cookie, chocolate chip anything. Pancakes. My daughter made chocolate chip pancakes in D.C. this weekend. Why? Because her mother was there. Why? You know, so all chocolate chip is Sunday. So honor the lowly little chocolate chip, the Toll House chip you know, or whatever. And it is chocolate chip day. They're even good eating them straight out of the bag. Just saying, you know, you know, I'm going to, I'm going think- to sign off early right now. I have a client at the door and oh. I've got to, I've got to get the All right. client at the well, door. Well, we're almost done. So, we're almost okay. done. Have a safe weekend. I will see you tomorrow with the ruthless thing. And then I hope to see all of you guys down there at the Orlando City Hall for the rally um, for the, you know, against the Supreme Court's leak of the SCOTUS, what looks like the SCOTUS decision for the uh, law of the land when it comes to women and their bodies and their autonomy. So make a sign, be creative. Actually, Google, that's what we did to come up with clever signs. Google some signs and make a sign out of an old cardboard box and we will see you down there. It starts at four o'clock at City Hall. It's 3.30 anyway, according to the clock on the wall. So we will will sign off and um, we will see you next Friday at three o'clock. Thank you, Tracy. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye, everyone.